Hi, and welcome to another episode of Uprising, the podcast from Polk. Um, I'm delighted to introduce this episode to you, as we're really fortunate to be supported by our partner, Amitra, on this one, where we have the pleasure of listening to Amy Harmon, Head of Customer Marketing at Hotel Chocolat, who is a customer of both of ours, talk about the rotor app personalisation and driving loyalty across channels. Um, we hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you. I am here to talk to you about app personalisation. Um, but before I go into that, a bit about me. So obviously my name is Amy Harmon. I work at HC. I have been there for a little over 18 months now. Uh, before that, I've been 20 years kind of in and around agencies, client side, mainly in the travel sector, but have, have kind of kind of been around the block seen it all, done it all, um, and now get to experience the wonderful world of chocolate. And it really is an amazing job because I do get to eat a hell of a lot of chocolate, I'm I'm just going to say it. Um, Before I go into app personalisation, I just want to talk just a little bit about uh, Hotel Chocolat. Um, So Hotel Chocolat started uh, actually way back in the 90s by a a couple of chaps called Peter and Angus. they actually started as a, as a subscription business before subscription was even a thing. So they were pioneers of subscriptions. They went around Europe, they got all the best chocolate in the world, packaged it all up and sent it to people that subscribed to the business. So this is even way before e- e-commerce. Um, that didn't quite pan out. Um, they then decided, actually, why are we buying other people's chocolate? We can, we can do this ourselves. And so they did. Um, and we obviously are very well known in the UK. We have, what does it say, 110 stores. I think we're actually about 115 stores as of today. And we've got um, pretty, pretty piffy goals to expand to around another 50 stores in the next two to three years. Um, COVID was actually surprisingly quite quite good to us, uh, which has enabled us to expand. So not only do we have stores, uh, we also have a working hotel in St Lucia. I promise this isn't going to be just a plug about HC and, and how to have our, eat or enjoy our products. Um, but we actually have a working cacao farm on there as well. So not only do we make chocolate, we actually have a working uh, cacao farm out in St Lucia where we learn about the bean, how to extract the, the richness from the bean and how to make sure that we do get the more cacao, less sugar, which is ultimately our ethos. Um, and we also, uh, for those that have followed Retail News and may have seen, we've also just announced an expansion plan or a partnership to launch in Japan. I think we've got 20 stores, 21 stores. Um, there's 15 live today and we're going live with, with the other six in the next few months. So really exciting time for us um, and one of the reasons why we've I think we've, we've we've been quite successful and we continue to arguably buck some retail trends is we stay true to who we are which is originality authenticity ethics and originality I mean we invented a whole word velvetizer <laughs> velvetizer didn't exist has anyone got a velvetizer here has anyone had a, a drinking chocolate <coughs> so three years ago velvetizer didn't exist now we've got other brands making milk frothers that do the same job, they don't. Um, so we are, you know, we, do, we, we can talk with conviction when we talk about uh, originality. Authenticity, we don't just talk about great chocolate, we don't just buy cacao from third parties, we grow it, we grow it, we understand it, we work directly with the farmers. Um, and ethics, we are an ethical brand, we don't greenwash, we generally A, understand how, how to farm the cacao plant and actually how to do it in an ethical way. We work directly with 
the farmers and growers, we pay more than we need to for market rate to make sure that we are fostering the right behaviours in growing cacao. And all of that, that goodness culminates in a fantastic product, which in turn has, has helped us to, to where we are today. Um, I'm really surprised. No one spoke about <coughs> pandemic so far, um, which it's, I oh know, I'm sorry. It's gone, it's dead to us. Um, much like, I'm, I'm just going to go out on a limb, a lot of people in this room, our digital uh, presence and roadmap accelerated as a result of, of COVID, right? To the point where one week, oh, Christ, we, need, we need to get this live, we need to get that live, oh my God, we haven't got, how do we get that, how do we build that? And the tech team, digital team, very much a joint effort from how you move from a predominantly bricks and water business to suddenly, gosh, we need to sell everything online, how the hell do we do that? Um, and we came out the other end uh, actually in, in much better shape um, as a result of that. More new customers, customers were coming to us because we served a need at the time. Um, and as such, our digital presence significantly grew. Interestingly, what we're starting to see post-pandemic and certainly from um, kind of the Christmas season, that demand is starting to shift. We are seeing people go back to retail, back to bricks and water. Um, and so the, the, the challenge for us now is not necessarily having either or. And we spoke a lot about omnichannel already today. For us, it's, it's how do you let customers shop where they want to shop. And for us, app is square in the middle of how you, you bridge that gap. Um, and so how do we think as Hotel Chocolat about app? I think in every business, it's slightly different. App sits in probably multiple different functions. Um, for us, it's, it's, it's three core things, really. The first thing is it's a transactional platform, so we sell products through it. We have not the full range on app. It's more of a curated range on app, so yes, we, we sell things. Um, but moreover, we see it as a direct uh, channel uh, experience to engage with customers. So in the same way we look at email, in the same way we look at SMS, or the same way that we look at social media, for example, these are all direct-to-consumer channels. We know who they are, we know what they're buying, when they're buying, and we use it in the same context. So when we plan communications, we don't just think, let's send an email. We think about, okay, what's the communication? What do we want to send? And, and how do we activate that? So app really does sit squarely as part of the, the multi-channel comms experience. And then the third, uh, I suppose, purpose of the app for us is, is the home of VIPMe. VIPMe is our loyalty proposition. And it's obviously first and foremost there to reward customers and drive uh, repeat behaviour, but it's also our core way to bridge the gap between people buying in, in store that we can't otherwise see their data and then people online. So by scanning their VIP me card, which lives in the app, we can start to bridge those two things together. And we work with Ametria, um, and that platform allows us to stitch that data together so that we do absolutely have a holistic view of the customer. So I know that... Mrs. Smith went in store down the road. She then went online, she browsed something, and then she went back in store. We tie all that data up into the app, and we use the app to curate and drive those messages. So um, it, it plays quite a critical role for us. But what I am going to say is, because I'm pretty sure Pock is sitting there thinking, are you sure? Because you're not really doing much with the app. <laughs> um, we're on a journey. We're on a journey. And I cannot stand here and say to you, we've cracked it. We know exactly what we're doing, because... We don't. We, 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 are, we are evolving much like every other retailer. Um, it's that word again. <laughs> I'm not, not going to dwell on it. Um, but what, how, we, how we think about um, our marketing messages and, and what we do, you know, it's, it's not rocket science, direct marketing. You, you start with the why you're talking, who you're talking to, what is it you want to say, 
where and where for us is channel. So what we, we're not a batch and blast business. It's all about experience. That's, that's the ethos of our brand. So when it comes to communications, we do think about what data do we know about the customer? What can we learn from them? What is it that we want to say? And where do we want to talk to them? And that's where app comes in, because there are some customers that are just on app, don't shop in store or online. Equally, there might be customers that do everything depending on convenience. So our, our approach to app push and app marketing is exactly the same as, as it would be for email. And I firmly believe it, it should be. It should be part of that, that multi-channel experience. Um, but as I said, we're on a journey with our app. Very long journey, but we're on a journey. Um, so if we start back to June 2020, so kind of cast your minds back there, very dark time. Um, we, we'd spent a year building our, our app and, and working with POC, then obviously COVID hit. We launched the app uh, primarily to activate VIP me. And what we mean by that is to move away from actual physical cards, because let's face it, no one needs another card in their wallet. It's not what customers want and it's not very ethical and it's not what we want as a business. It's very costly to, to make that, that, that many cards a year. And so the first, I suppose, reason we, we, we said, yes, app is for us, is because we wanted that digital experience of, of the loyalty card and then having that to attach retail with online purchases to get that holistic view. And then COVID hit and the world changed and our priorities changed. And actually what we then spent 2020 and 2022 last year is really strengthening .com. So it's very much around making sure that the web main website estate had the best experience. That got mo most of the investment. That was where we needed to improve the business and you know, effectively support what customers were looking for because we couldn't serve them via bricks and water. And actually now we're coming out the other end, people are still shopping online, but they're in bricks and water as well. So now's the right time to kind of take a step back and say, okay, what, what is the app and, and what do we want to do with it? Um, and so, this year, the first thing that we're going to be looking to do is integrate a metro with uh, POC. Because if you can't do that, you can't even begin to do personalization. Because if you don't know the data and the attributes about the customer, how on earth are you supposed to personalize that from the app? So first things first, we need to get our, our back garden in order and stitch all of the data points together. Then we can properly do personalization. And now's the right time to accelerate that um, for in this post-COVID world. And then from 2024 onwards, that's when we really want to, you know, everyone talks a lot about personalization and omnichannel and all of the other kind of cool words. But what that really means is how you're serving the right message, right time, right customer, right channel. And it's, it sounds so simple, but it's, if it was that easy, right, we'd all be millionaires. Um, so what, what, what does good look like for us? Or what, what exactly are we trying to achieve or where are we trying to get to? And there's, there's probably four, four key things. So the first thing is, as I said, it's, it's really integrating a metria with the app. And you know, I really believe if you've got an app and you've got a CRM engine, if they're not stitched together, you're not going to deliver personalization. You can only ever really deliver batch and blast. You, you need to get those, those, those systems together. And for us, that's, that's our key priority before, before we do anything. Um, then for us, it's about how uh, the, the, the app becomes much like Hobbycraft. Sorry, I'm terrible with names as well, so at least we're, we're the same. Um, it's about how we create this experience, this home for, for our VIP me members. So not just having a card, a digital card that they can scan. Why should they go to the app? What is it, what is it that they're going to get the app that they can't get anywhere else? And for that's videos, it's experience, it's behind the scenes on 
how we make our chocolate behind the scenes at um, the chocolate factory. I mean, who would love to watch a video on how we make chocolate? If we, can, if we can create that space and create that community, that's what the app becomes. And therefore, there's more of a reason to download the app. There's more of a reason to come back to the app. And then more, most importantly, there's more of a reason to use the app. And that's ultimately what we're trying to get to. Um, Personalisation of app push and app, uh, app messages. Again, we've, we've, we've spoke about it a lot here today. Um, but at the moment, we do do app push and it does all right for us. But what we really need to do is to connect the dots because instead of saying, hey, we've got this new drinking chocolate on sale or we've just launched a new flavour, if we connect it to a metro, we can say, ah, you've got a velvetizer, you haven't bought drinking chocolate in a while, did you, did you know that we've just launched this flavour and it will pair perfectly with your velvetizer? <coughs> that's what really personalisation means and that's what good looks like for us. So every time we're sending a message to a customer, it is absolutely based on their needs and wants and behaviours, not necessarily what we, we want to sell. Um, and last but not least, we're looking at a gifting concierge service. So the best way I can describe that, not wanting to um, copy some, some, some other brands, but there's a certain brand called Moonpig who I think does an excellent job with give us your date, we'll come back and we'll, we'll remind you of, of, of what that date is and more importantly, we'll give you an offer to, to drive a, a greeting card purchase. You know, For us, it's a similar thing. We're a gifting business. So... If a customer can give us their first party or zero party data on what they're looking for and when they're looking for it, we can then in turn serve that back. And what we want to do is have the app as the heartbeat of that. Because going back to, someone said it in one of the earlier, um, earlier presentations, you have to give a reason for the customer to come to the app because otherwise they just go to the website, they don't need to go to the app. Whereas if you've got a compelling reason, this is where I have my dress book, this is where my loyalty is, this is where there's some really great data where I can just find out about chocolate and, oh, you know, why I'm there as well. I've got all of this VIP me offers and personalised things that I haven't had. Suddenly, there's all these reasons to go to the app and as multiple people have already demonstrated, the people that buy through the app are going to spend more, more often, and that's ultimately what retention is all about. So you can start to see for us what we're trying to do by creating this app experience, which in turn will lead to better retention. Um, and I guess, what, what does good look like in, in practice? So this is what, <laughs> in reverse, what we would have done. So we launched the Velvetizer Satin Black Edition uh, in, we'll say, September last year. And we launched that in a way that, 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 that we essentially approach all of our direct uh, customer comms. We start with the data. We look at, OK, who's got a Velvetizer, who hasn't, who's previously gifted, who hasn't, who drinks drinking chocolate but hasn't yet got a velvetizer so once we're clear on that we then have the messaging framework then we know what we want to say and when we want to say it then we talk about where so is it email is it dm and that largely depends on how customers interact with those channels how they behave with those channels and then ultimately we launch and it's one of the most successful launches we've, we've ever had um I, i've never seen email click-through rate peak at 40% for what is a quite, you know a campaign email it was it was and that's down to great personalization had we have had the integration with POC and Ametria we could have replicated that amazing experience through app push but we didn't so we did have to do a, a effectively a one size fits all and the reason why I'm telling you this is not all brands get it right you know we're on a journey much like anyone else and I guess this is a good example of we still went forward, we still made the best of what we've got, but actually the opportunity is, is, is really key. Um, and I suppose some do's and, and don'ts when it comes to the app. My God, I can't see, I've got old lady eyes. <laughs> no, we're gonna have to go on here. 
Um, do play the long game with it. I mean, it kind of goes without saying, but an app is about a long-term brand experience. It's not, if, if you look at an app just as a conversion and nothing more, you're going to be disappointed. You know, it's playing a much broader role at top of funnel, building mental availability. That, that's what an app is, is there to do or can do when you harness it properly. Um, do think about the app in relation to other channels. So, you know, that's where it comes to organisational structure. If your app team is sitting in a completely different team to your email team, you're not really going to get a really good joined up comms experience. So have a think about the role of app when it comes to app push with all of your other direct-to-customer to channels because then they'll work better together and you'll get a better result. Um, do connect all your systems. Again, keep talking about it, but that's really, really key because if they're not connected, you're just not going to get that end-to-end -end integrated experience. Um, kind of, if you haven't, if you haven't heard the message already, do put app in your broader CRM strategy. A um, couple of things not to do in our experience is just assume that apps just pure conversion. So send an app push, convert, app push, convert. It, it doesn't necessarily work like that. In the same way that email isn't just about conversion shock. It's, it's also there about building brand, building men mental availability, it's about selling content, it's about telling stories, and then it's also there for conversion. App push is exa exactly the same. And if you don't think of it in that way, you'll never get the best out of it, and your expectation won't align with actually what results you'll be seeing. D but that said, don't be afraid to use the app if, if you don't have full uh, integration. We're using it today, we're doing lots of app push messages, we, we can still talk to our customers and actually we use app from an awareness perspective and that's how we think about it. We, we know who we can talk to with email. App just gives us that broader reach that we, we otherwise wouldn't have had. So you know, don't be afraid to still not try it and test it and do things, but clearly personalization is best. Um, don't just send discounts. I mean, that's kind of, kind of bloody obvious, right? We're all working a margin game, but you know, if you're just gonna have app of sending discounts, customers will switch off and they will turn off because Believe it or not, they don't just want customers, they do want a, a personalised, immersive experience. And if you just give them discounts, you're not going to serve that need and they'll just switch off because they'll become blind to it, deaf to it. Um, and last but not least, don't underestimate app's ability to reach your customer. It, it's true, it's reach, all about reach. They've downloaded it for a reason. If you're giving them reasons to come back, that will be such a powerful tool for you as part of your broader direct to customer comms channel mix. So if you look at it with the right lens, kind of accept that you know, you're on the journey and it's getting the best out of it, you'll, you'll certainly win when it comes to app. And that's certainly what we're doing at HC, or certainly on the road to, I should say, with us. And I would say questions, but I know there's no time for questions. So if anyone wants to talk to me, find me in the bar. <laughs>